0: This is the Mosh Pit Backstage Podcast for punk, metal, and rock interviews and segments.
1: Hey, this is Josh, and you're listening to The Mosh Pit on Sim.
0: Josh Weaver is the guitarist of the band Royal Thunder, whose latest album, *Wick* is out now. Josh, thank you so much for joining me.
1: Oh, thanks for having us. Thanks for talking with
0: me. You're very welcome. Now, this latest album, um, you're the primary songwriter of Royal Thunder, aren't you? Correct, yes. How do you go about writing music? Do you you specifically start after a touring cycle? Is it ongoing? How, How does that all work?
1: Well, actually, well, I take that back. I've been, I have been the one that, you know, writes the basic structure for the songs. But um, actually, Will Fiore came on after Crooked Doors, and he's been a big um, part of bringing, you know, basic structures or a riff to the table that we can, you We know, all pretty much, you know, I'll come up with a riff, or, or Will will come up with a riff, and then we'll go into, you know, the jammer and, and, just play it out and and everybody kind of writes
0: their own parts in terms of will coming on board was it was it challenging how do you feel about kind of being relieved of sharing some of the duties of the songwriting
1: uh, it was great I mean you know I I had been used to doing it on my own uh, or you know coming up with the parts on my own but it you know, I think it's great and it adds a, a whole new uh, flavor to to the sound, you know, in a good way. Um, he's very respectful and to the sound, and it's so on the same page, and comes from a lot of the same influences we did uh, growing up musically. So it's, it all worked out really, really well.
0: Now, the album name, Wick, when a lot of people, they first hear about it, it's kind of announced, Royal Thunder are coming out with an album, that's what most people get. And you kind of have a limited amount of space to sort of signal what you're trying to say with this album in the title. How do you come up with that?
1: Well, uh, you know, I know that now had described it as like, you know, wick of a candle and it's kind of a visual for the head that like, hey, you know, you can have the a candle on your one hand with the wick and a flame in the other, like what are you gonna do with it? Are you gonna light it, you know, or just just a visual like that to get you thinking about life and and uh in general.
0: I think the album cover sort of has that similar kind of Mystical, sort of thoughtful quality about it. How did how, you go about that? It was a. Did you did you give someone a specific kind of idea of what you were looking at? Were was that more interpretive on that part? how had that work out?
1: You know, we really uh, we sent over a handful of this classic album art that we loved. That was that we felt like was timeless and that we uh, that we loved. And you know, we sent the guy the music. Um, kind of, you know, he listened to it and came up with some things and then um, we kind of went back and forth, you know, until we actually shaped it up to what we thought was fit the music perfectly.
0: Now, Crooked Doors, your last album. It got got a lot of praise on a lot of best of lists, um, which I I imagine you're very proud of. But in terms of a follow-up to that, um, your third album, does that kind of put any pressure on do you. you sort of aware of any sort of expectations how, how does that all work
1: you know I, I think that you know of course we want to make the best album we've ever done but you know you, you, we also realize that it's going to be different you know it's not it's just could definitely every album's going to be different but we we definitely making an album is hard i mean we we care so much to do it and do it so well and we put everything into it Um, and and the thing about this band, we just love what we do so no matter any time we get in the studio we're definitely not going to we're not going to really settle until it's exactly how we want it to be and uh, that's exactly the case with Wick. Um, and I think that since from Crooked Doors to Wick. um we played out a lot you know we toured a lot and 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 that's happened with us throughout all the albums we've done um that really changes you as a musician like you know you live life you get older you have more influences from things that aren't musical and and you live life you laugh you cry and and that all kind of goes into the, the bag of making an album and um and and there's no different on wick you know we Lived a lot of life and played out live, and that's changed us. And, and I think it
0: comes out in the album. Now, in terms of just playing it live, ignoring sort of the experiential ideas of touring and the kind of uh, growth, all that stuff that comes out. Ignoring that for a second, does does it give you a different perspective on the music when you're when you're playing it live, when you're feeling the energy of the crowd? Does it does it change the way you view the music?
1: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's, you know, I think that if if you come out and see us play, that you'll see, and it it can be from night to night. I mean, you know, we, I think the more we grow as musicians, you, even within each song, you can play it a little differently depending on how you feel, you know, and, and it's interpreted a little bit differently, but we've always been that. You know, we, we still play songs off the first EP, um, and they've, grown and changed over the years, um, and evolved. I mean, same basic songs, but we just revamp them and, and keep them fresh, you
0: know? Something that's, uh, you know, obviously, I look at some interviews that you've done, get an idea of kind of the feel of the band, uh, you know, questions, all that sort of stuff. And one thing that's come up quite a few times, um, and this is kind of relevant to the fact that um, some of the music that I personally play on, on the radio is kind of orientated more in the metal direction is the fact that there's this divide between some people who want to call you a rock band some people call you a metal band and you really don't care about that for obvious reasons. Why do you think we always want to categorise things and do you think there's any way we can break out of that kind of habit? I don't know
1: it's always really confused me uh, and to a degree, I mean, it used to bother me, but I, I, at this point I realized people are going to say what they say, and unfortunately it seems like, you know, you get a couple of outlets uh, where, you know, people don't think for themselves and they go on and a couple of places may tag you as this, and then all of a sudden it's just stuck as that. And it's like, well, yeah, we're not a metal band, we're not a doom band. I mean, but it's, it is funny how uh, that happens and how... Uh, I don't know. It's, it's a very strange thing to me. I, I I don't like putting labels on music. I mean, I think good music is good music. And some people are so sort of driven on uh, certain genres. I do think we're rock man. I mean, I think that, But I mean, it could be alternative rock or, but you know, it is. I mean, we'll always do what we do, you know, and... and there might be something that sounds like rock there might be something that sounds like jazz you
0: know who knows now two last questions about kind of you and your experience of music how'd you first get into music when you first start listening to it for you know the enjoyment that you feel from it
1: I mean I remember being a kid and having the uh, Thriller album I mean I remember loving that and listening to that uh, growing up Um
0: but really, you know,
1: the first time I, it really got me into music in a really heavy way was um, Nirvana. When I saw them hit and when I saw what they, just the impact and and how raw and real uh, Nirvana was, it was actually grabbed me and said, man, I, I want that. I want to be a part of that. And didn't know how, but, you know, I knew that it made me pick up my guitar that I'd gotten, like, a Christmas or two before, just sat there and, and actually try to do something with it.
0: And final questions I know it's possibly the most difficult question in the world, but do you have any favorite bands, albums, any of that kind of thing?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I definitely have a couple up top. Um, First, Last, and Always by Sisters and Mercy is one of my favorite albums of all time. Um, I mean, that's. I think that's been the, the number one. I can listen to that album almost any time. Um, a couple of the slow dive albums are like that just mm. classics. Um, listen to them at any time. Um, yeah, I think this is my first time always. Definitely
0: up there. Royal Thunder's third album Week is out now. Josh, thank you so much for joining me. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so
1: much. Thanks for listening to the Moshpit Backstage podcast. You can subscribe to us on iTunes and Omni. To find out more about the show, go to www.syn.org.au/slash moshpit. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com/slash pit on sin and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at pit sin. The regular moshpit radio show broadcasts punk rock and male tunes and interviews every Thursday nights on SYN 9.7 on FM and digital radios. Listeners outside of Melbourne, Australia can stream SYN 9.7 online at www.syn.org.au Thanks to Vintage Ruin for the music. Hi, this is Sir Muscle from Flash Gun Apocalypse.
0: Hi, I'm Eunice from Girl School. I am Phoebe Pinnock from Heaven the Axe. Hey, this is
1: Gary Oldman at the Hey,
0: this is Kat Sproul from Horizon's
1: Edge, and you're listening to The Moshpit on Stim FM.
0: Hi, this is Aina from Leper.
1: Hi, I'm Virginia Lilly from the band Lily.
0: This is Round from 1449.
1: Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Ali from GebraHead. Hey everybody! This is Charlie Benante with Anthrax, and you are listening to the Mosh Pit on Tip.